The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. Today we're catching up with the Pilbara Base and Precious Metals Explorer, Trek Metals. Trek trades under the code TKM or Tango Kilo Mike and had a last sale of 9.9 cents, giving it a market cap of about 30 million. So there's plenty of leverage there to future exploration success. Now, the Pilbara became Trek's focus last year when it underwent a corporate and project rejuvenation under the guidance of the guys behind who founded, as it were, the lithium producer Pilbara Minerals. We're talking about Neil Biddle, John Young and Tony Libowitz. Pilbara Minerals is now a $7.4 billion lithium powerhouse, but when the Pilbara trio started out on the lithium pathway in 2015, it was a five-cent stock with a market cap of $30 million. Now, the Pilbara Trio have moved on and populate the board of Trek. They are hoping to capture some of Pilbara's lithium success through Trek's targeting of the Pilbara's uh, base and precious metals potential. Now, we all know the Pilbara is well known for its iron ore, uh, but it's also home to uh, DeGray's Monster Hemi Gold Project, the new gold project of Kalidas, and not far from Trek's main focus area, the Sulphur Springs Copper Zinc Project of Develop, now headed by Bill Beaumont of Northern Star fame. Now, there's uh, obviously a lot more other metal projects in the program, but it can be said the region remains vastly underexplored for its metal potential. That is what Trek is targeting, and it's had some early success at the wonderfully named Valley of the Gossens project area. We've got Trek's chief executive, Derek Marshall, with us today to give us a rundown on Trek's progress in 21 and what to look out for in 2022. G'day, Derek. Welcome to the podcast. G'day, Barry. Thanks for having me. Now, Derek, uh, you uh, joined the company on September 1 and now lead the executive team as CEO. So it'd be great to get a bit of a background on your professional career to date. I've mainly been involved in junior explorers back from when I started as a student geologist. I followed my father into the industry. He was an exploration geologist by trade. His enthusiasm for exploration and discovery really rubbed off on me. And after spending most of my time in junior explorers, also going over as far as Greenland and around the world, you know, the the exploration discovery. My last position was with uh, Newcrest Mining at the Great Haviron Copper Gold Discovery in the Patterson, uh, which is the joint venture with Greatland Gold. I um, was in charge of the field crew there and we delivered the maiden resource of over 3.4 million ounces. And that project is, it was really quite amazing to work on. It, it's, it's a huge system and it's going to continue to grow. And I went to Newcrest and spent the two years there to really get exposure to a, a large company and see, you know, to learn more so I gain the skills and, and come back. And it was always my aim to, to run a junior mineral explorer. And I was provided the opportunity um, to work with the guys that were behind Pilbara, as you said, um, and, and the team's really important to me. And so... When I got offered the opportunity to come to and um, run Trek Metals, um, 
yeah, I, re- I really jumped at it because I, I liked the project and I loved the team. So how are you finding life in the public eye, as it were, being a CEO of a listed company? I'm enjoying it. Uh, yeah, it, it's good. It's nice to be, you know, master of your own destiny. And of course, it helps when you have a bit of exploration success, which I believe we're having up in the Pilbara at the moment. As you mentioned, we're only 25 kilometres away from Develop Global's Sulphur Springs posit, which is, you know, all over the news at the moment, as you said, with Bill Beaumont taking the reins there and they've just completed a $10 million drill out extension there and and they're they're contemplating putting in an expiration decline similar to what we commenced at Haviron. And I believe we're on to the same style of mineralisation at our Valley of the Gossens project of VMS, base metal, just like they've got down the road at Sulphur Springs. And just mention there that the um, Sulphur Springs... um well, it's getting a real push along now that uh, Billy Beaumont's there, but um, it's been penciled in as an annual producer of 15,000 tonnes of copper and 35,000 tonnes of zinc uh, from its VMS mineralisation. And Develop uh, has a market cap of $570 million. So um, interesting comparison that uh, you're onto VMS mineralisation in the Valley of the Gossens, it looks like. Run us through what was achieved in 21 and what the plan is for 22. Yeah, so 2021 was really pivotal for Trek with the expiration in the Pilbara. Um, They started off the year um, doing, or late last year, earlier this year, doing a a large soil sampling program, surface geochemistry at the Valley of the Gossens, largely targeting gold, but also the base metal mineralisation. The focus was initially the gold, um, but after doing, you know, quite a sizable soil sampling program, it, it, it uncovered a newly defined greater than two kilometre long multi-element geochemical anomaly, which when I started, I, I went and um, saw our consultant geochemist who I've worked with for many years, and he told me that the that, that soil anomaly was by far the best soil anomaly he's seen in his career, you know, just the the cohesive, robust, multi-element nature of it, you know, and that, you know, almost fell off my chair because um, I respect the guy and, you know, so that was really exciting and um, I came in just as Trek had um, finished off the first round of drilling um, over that target and it was just, um, you know, a series of shallow RC holes and the results that came back from that uh, were very encouraging. So we got multiple mineralized horizons um, of VM, you know, classic VMS style uh, signature and host rocks. Uh, and we had, you, you know, a zinc rich horizon. You mentioned, you know, zinc. We've got all the same elements that they've got at sulfur rings. It looks like a dead ringer. Um, you know, there's a, a zone 20 meters at um, a percent and a half zinc, you know, and there's some really high grade zones in there, over 8% zinc. There's another zone, you know, 25 metres at 6.7 grams of tonne silver, including, uh, you know, 3 metres at 0.75 copper. So, you know, you've got a copper dominant zone there. Uh, There's another zone where we had a bit of copper and gold, uh, which is quite encouraging, and another one where it was massive sulphide with all the pathfinder elements, but, you know, no significant base metals. But that's quite common in these VMS systems. Uh, where you get you know multiple horizons and you know some are particularly enriched in copper or zinc and and so we're seeing all the elements there um, 
of a large VMS system. And, you know, these things can be really um, vertically extensive and go on for kilometres and kilometres. So I'm quite encouraged by what we're seeing at the surface and I can't wait to get into a bit of deeper diamond drilling next year. So essentially this year for Trek was the discovery of VMS-style mineralisation there at Valley of the Gossens. That was a new discovery by Trek, you know, initial drilling, uh, we followed that up with uh, a few more shallow RC holes just recently um, just because there was some untested targets that I just wanted to quickly test with the RC and utilise the fact that there was a rig just down the road. We've actually got a downhole EM crew on site at the moment, um, so hopefully that comes up with something. We've also given the, the success of the surface geochemistry we um, elected to extend the soil survey a long strike because we have the same stratigraphy, um, which we didn't, um, had not been previously covered by the soil sampling program. Uh, so we've completed that as well. Those um, samples are in the lab. So with VMS style mineralization, you know, it, it occurs at a particular stratigraphic horizon. So I'm quite excited to see what we come back, uh, what comes back from the um, soil samples that we've just recently completed um, because mainly we we also did uh, based on the style of mineralization with massive sulfides um, no electromagnetics had ever been flown or done on the ground in, in this area so we were luckily enough lucky enough to secure a helicopter am crew and we covered not only Valley of the Gossens, but also our greater Pincuna project where we have Honey Eater as well. And so the this, you know, first ever maiden EM in this part of the Pilbara, which I still find amazing. You know, you said the Pilbara is quite mature, but historically is, the focus has been on iron ore. So I think a bunch of this ground has actually been tied up with the, the majors in iron ore historically and it hasn't really been looked at for vms because you've actually got atlas iron um our, our honey eater project is split in two and we've got atlas iron um mining at the moment iron ore there so i think you know it's just been overlooked whereas around on the sulfur Springs side you know there's been a huge amount of exploration um but not deep enough you know bills coming in and, and going deeper and you know there's multiple horizons to find over that side but we're where we are, where we've got the same stratigraphy, it's really clean slates. So uh, we, we did the helicopter AM and came up with, you know, 10 really good-looking conductive targets, um, uh, five are in, in volcanic rocks. We've got five in a mafic ultramafic, which, you know, could be a nickel copper sulfide targets. You, yeah, there's so there's lots, there's plenty of work to do next year. We need to follow up on the helicopter AM do some surface geochemistry over, over those and, and rank and prioritise those and then go in and do drilling and then we'll continue focusing at Valley of the Gossens and do some deeper diamond drilling. We've got a AM target directly along strike from Valley of the Gossens, which we'll see if there's any surface geochemistry to you know, upgrade that target. So it's, yeah, I think 2022 is going to be a really exciting time for Trek. Mm, so it's all about... Vectoring in, as they say, into uh, finding a massive sulfide deposit of some description there. Yeah, correct. Uh, lots of work to do and you've been pretty active. I was just wondering, how are you on the funding side of things? Yeah, we're really well, well placed. So we did a recent placement and a 
SPP, Share Purchase Plan, at the same terms, and we raised a total of $5.5 million. So that's going to see us ending the year, the calendar year, um, with more than $7 million in the bank. And as you said, 30-odd million dollar market capitalization. So any expiration of success, you know, we're well-funded to go into next year. We don't need to do another raise. And any success will say us at many multiples. Okay. And just uh, looking at the very short term, have you got any uh, uh, assays waiting uh, in the labs at the moment? Yes, we do. We've got, uh, like I mentioned, we did um, a few short RC holes just recently. Those assays are in the lab. We've got some surface geochemical soil program that we extended along strike from Valley of the Gossens. Um, we've got over a, a couple thousand soil samples from there in the lab as well. So we'll, we'll have those results coming in early next year. We've got the downhole crew on site at the moment. When do you expect to be back in the field uh, drilling some of these uh, new targets and chasing up some of the, the results that you've had to date? We'll be back early next year, first quarter next year, I'd say, drilling. We need to get the results from the lab, from the soil samples. There could be, there's the usual caveats around. Um, we have to, in the new areas, we'll have to do some heritage surveys. But, you know, we, we've been on the ground. We've got a good relationship um, with the stakeholders up there. So I don't foresee any dramas. Um, yeah, so early next year. Be interesting to get your... Uh... Uh, perspective on you know post Rio Tinto's uh, UK Gorge uh, uh, disaster. Um, people, in, particularly investors in the eastern states, wondering how it's impacted you know the juniors uh, who have made the pool with their focus. Uh, everything okay on that front in terms of gaining uh, heritage clearances and being able to get in and drill? Yeah, we haven't had any issues at all, really. Um, I think it's quite different because there's you know in that iron ore country, you know it. It weathers with the geology and you do have caves and things forming, um, which was at Chukin Gorge. And, you know, they're quite spectacular country, whereas where we are, you don't really get that same sort of landform. So I don't think the, the, the ground that we have is as important or as significant, I should say. The guys have been really good. They were happy to get out. They're always happy to get out and, and have a look around. And we're always happy to change our programs if need be, but we haven't had to today. Yeah, that's great to hear. Okay. Now, given the guys on the board, I'm just wondering, I've got a feeling that um, uh, Trek might have some uh, business uh, development aspirations beyond what's in the portfolio at the moment. Uh, any thoughts on that? For sure, yeah. Um, of course, our default position is if if we make it a, a significant VMS discovery, economic discovery at, at Valley of the Gossens or elsewhere at our Pincuna project, it's it's certainly our intention to take it through to development. Um, no need to sell it. We have the skills in house to 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 move it through to mining and really capitalize, you know, and create maximum shareholder wealth. And we're always looking out for other opportunities. Um, certainly part of my new role is, is, is looking at other opportunities and, and it's nice to have um, Neil, Tony and John. You know, the connections that these guys have throughout the industry is great. And, yeah, they're always being presented opportunities and if the right one comes up for Trek, um, yeah, we'll, we'll jump at it for sure. Right. But lots of work to do in the Valley of the Gossens. Who came up with the name, by the way? It's a great name. Um, the name actually was 
PMI back in the 60s. So the, as the name would suggest, there are some Gossens sticking out of the ground um, at Valley of the Gossens, and which were historically targeted um, by Pick and Mathers. Um, however, as it turns out, they are structurally controlled zones of remobilized mineralization, which I believe is coming off, you know, the primary source, which is the VMS. Yeah, so PMI, they, um, they came up with the name. It's a great name. Um, I love it, but they were targeting the wrong, the wrong area. They, they, you know, they got some base metal mineralization and plenty of silver as well, you know, essentially remobilized and, and bleeding off this, uh, the more base metal enriched stratigraphically controlled zones. So, yeah, I think it's just been over, overlooked, the stratigraphy, or they, they perhaps had a different model when they were there looking, and, and really nobody has looked at it at all since the 60s. So it's quite an opportunity that for over 60 years n- nobody's done any significant work in, you know, in, in the Pilbara in Western Australia. It's really quite remarkable. Um, so, yeah, which is... the Herein lies the opportunity, and it's quite exciting time for track. Well, Derek, just uh, pull it all together for investors um, and give them a feel for what they should be looking out for in uh, 2022 from the company. Yep. So for 2022 for Trek, we are going to we're going to prioritise our array of EM targets that we've generated. We're going to receive results from the surface geochemistry and make sure we're focusing on the right part of the stratigraphy at Valley of the Gossens. And we've also got a couple more projects in the Pilbara that I'm actually quite keen on. We've got some really great gold rock chip results from earlier this year at Tambura and some nickel copper sulfide targets down at Jimble Bar. So 2022 is going to be a busy time for Trek. Certainly our you know, flagship currently is, is Valley of the Gossens and the VMS potential there, but we've not a one-trick pony. We've got a few other, you know, once our field crew's in, in the field, we've we've got a good field set up now and I've got some really great geologists that, you know, part of the – I've actually uh, convinced one of my old uni mates to, to quit his job and come across and unusually he said one of, one of the caveats, he said, look, if I come across, I want to spend, you know, the majority of my time in the field, which you never hear from, you know, the young people these days. And I was like – course Johnny you know well you can spend as much time in the field you're never going to find anything if you're not out in the field so we've got a great caravan and a couple of utes and we're just buying a generator at the moment and and um I've got another geo coming across and those guys will be out in the field cracking rocks taking soils you know on the drill rigs we'll do the RC drilling diamond deep at diamond drilling utilize the geophysics yeah there's there's going to be plenty of news flow and and hopefully all that work finds us something well, there we go, folks. Just what we like to hear, uh, an active and well-funded junior uh, getting out there in the field looking uh, for Australia's next VMS deposit in the part of the world where they're known to occur and uh, can attract very high values, as well as gold and nickel. So watch out for Trek in 2022. So with that, Derek, thanks for your time today. Uh, best of luck with it all, and uh, we'll be watching with interest. Thanks for having me, Derek.